The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus He's watching. It's flying. Goodbye. Schwarber strikes again. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now to talk about the MLB postseason is Sean Zarillo of the Action Network. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. Well, the Phillies absolutely dominated the Diamondbacks in Game 2. So my question to you is simple. Is there value on the Phillies to sweep the NLCS at plus 210? No, I don't think so. And I, I laid uh, or I, I took plus 125, plus 120 on the Phillies to win in six games or fewer, minus one and a half games before the series. But the one spot I had circled better Arizona was game three. It's the one game that I do favor them in the series after the Phillies dominated games one and two so thoroughly. I expected there to be an over adjustment in how the game was priced. And I expected to get plus money in Arizona. And that's exactly what we got. So Project Arizona about 53% minus 112 in game three. It is the one game where I do think they have a starting pitching advantage with Brandon Fott likely going against Ranger Suarez. And I made them closer to 55% over the first five innings. So would bet them up to about minus 110 over the first half, first five innings, and about minus 105 over the full game. Did have to jump in in Arizona. Not sure where the price is going to go, but I assume a lot of money, a lot of public money came in on Philadelphia initially. We'll see where the line eventually goes as limits open up, but it seems to me like this is probably going to be a, uh, a pros versus Joe's public versus sharp game. Uh, and I'm unfortunately going to have to have money on Arizona, but uh, this is the one spot where I expected to bet them pre-series. And 
I have already fired on them for game three. So hopefully I got the best of the number at plus 115 and it doesn't move up too much higher. Okay. Uh, now everybody's in on the home run props. It even felt like up to last night, like you could still find Trey Turner at plus 450 uh, to hit a home run. Like that, the group of guys, if you're just betting those every game, like at least a couple of them are, are going yard. Have you been jumping in on home run props with these Phillies? No, you know, the thing I've been betting is walk props, especially for Bryce Harper. Uh, there's just such a an obvious time where they're looking to pitch around Harper. He homered on the first pitch that he saw in game one, and then basically Zach Allen refused to throw him another strike after that. He hit the RBI single that drove in Turner. That pitch was inside. Gallon threw the same pitch in his third at bat and actually got a called strike on it. But if you look at the, the game chart, the game log, that pitch is inside. So, Clearly pitching around Harper. Merrill Kelly walked him on four pitches to start the game last night. I think Bryce Harper to walk at minus 105 in game three is absurd. It should be minus 140, if not higher. It's pretty evident that Arizona is willing to pitch around him in big spots. And uh, with Alec Bohm standing behind him, especially when they have right-handed pitchers going like Bott, I think Bohm is the much more enticing guy to attack. So Harper to walk, uh, it's a prop of bet pretty much every game of the postseason so far. And it's something I'm going to keep betting with the form he's in. And if teams are willing to bet around him for a pitch around him, I just have such, such a difficult time projecting, you know, when guys are going to Homer, I can look at matchups and bet over one and a half total bases. That's usually what I like to go to is the, the total basis props, just because I see the, uh, the matchups in terms of the pitch arsenal. And then, you know, it's difficult for me to project whether a guy's going to head out of the park, but I, I can predict whether I think he's going to have good matchups for the entire night. Um, you know, even even in terms of tonight's Houston and Texas game, right, I bet Jordan Alvarez over one and a half total bases. He has great numbers against Scherzer, matches up really well with Scherzer. But with a guy like Michael Brantley, who owns Scherzer throughout his career, if you think about it more from a matchup perspective, and we can get into this in a bit, Scherzer probably not going to face Brantley more than once, if not twice. And then Brantley's probably going to get fed lefties for the rest of the game. So Jordan's a guy who I think is going to have good matchups all night because he does smoke lefties almost as well as he hits righties. Brantley, a guy who is going to have a good matchup against Scherzer and then probably get neutralized the rest of the game. So try to break it down more than just the starting pitching matchups from my perspective. I try to see which relievers I think might be coming in to face these guys. And like I said, it's just difficult to project nights that I think these guys are going to go yard. The Phillies have obviously been very profitable with the number of home runs that they've been hitting. Uh, also been very profitable if you're betting on their opponents not to hit home runs because they've really suppressed that and racked up the strikeouts and limited the walks. But, uh, yeah, I, I try to focus really deep on who I think these guys are going to face on a night-to-night basis. And uh, I think the walk props have been really fun to bet just because I know a guy like Bryce Harper is going to keep getting pitches outside of the zone, and it's just up to him to not swing at them. Well, you teed it up perfectly. Obviously, the big storyline for tonight is Max Scherzer, Mad Max, returning to the mound after about a month off. Are you anticipating rust? I know, you know, it's kind of hard to predict this kind of situation after a month off for Scherzer, but not a lot to love about Javier on the other side either. What do you like in tonight's matchup? Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code Odyssey. So head to b o l l and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah, so, you know, it, it definitely comes down to pitcher uses and trust, and I would look to Javier overs and Scherzer unders. Javier over in terms of outs recorded. Uh, his last start against the Twins, they were up 5 nothing, I believe, in the fifth inning, but he had a bases loaded one-out spot after walking consecutive batters. He had gotten up to five walks in the game, and Dusty Baker showed that he trusts Christian Javier to get at a big spot. This guy was great in the postseason last year. He was awful for the first five months of the regular season, but if you look in just his September numbers, isolate just his September numbers, he got back pretty close to the level where he was last year. So Christian Javier seemed to find it over the past four weeks of the season, was really good in that start against the Twins, even though he walked a bunch of guys. He got his stuff back. And I think you know him to record over 12 and a half outs tonight, even though it's gotten juiced up, is a solid look just because three consecutive days here of games, you don't need to go – too deep or you don't want to go too deep into your bullpen tonight on top of the fact that Houston used J.P. France, one of their two long relievers in game two behind Fromber Valdez. So I think they need innings from Christian Javier tonight. I think Javier's been pitching better. That said, Javier over one and a half walks as well, I think is a good look too. Since Evan Carter joined this Rangers team, they've chased less often at pitches outside of the zone as any other team. And Javier is basically a two-pitch guy, going to throw fastballs high in the zone, going to kind of get you to chase low and away with the slider, low and inside to lefties with the slider. But lefties do handle him much better than righties, and there's a number of lefties in this Rangers lineup. So I do think he's going to get out tonight and get innings, but I also think he's probably going to walk a few guys as well. So Javier over one and a half walks, over 12 and a half outs. And then looking at Scherzer, as I said, the unders, I don't think he's going more than 60 to 70 pitches tonight at most, and that's assuming he's effective and not actually getting blown up early. So Scherzer, I don't think he's getting through this lineup more than twice. I don't think he's getting past the fourth inning. Under 12 and a half, under 12 and a half outs, under four and a half strikeouts, I think are both solid looks. He also reportedly was pitching in the low 90s in terms of his velocity in the bullpen session that he threw last week during the divisional series. Maybe he's gotten it a tick higher, but he averaged close to 94 miles an hour this season. So if he's sitting 91, 92, 92, 93, instead of 94, 95, where he typically is, that's just going to reduce his effectiveness as well. So 
going to lead to fewer strikeouts, going to lead to him getting pulled early. So, like the under in the game tonight, based on where it opened, would not touch the total now. Need plus money on under nine, but Scherzer overs, Javier unders. That's, that's my big targets for tonight. And then also Jordan to walk again, too. I think he might continue to get pitched around as well. Any series bets for the ALCS that stand out to you as far as how long that'll go? You know, if you're going to bet Houston at this point, I, I make Houston about 20% to win the series, so plus 400. I would typically want, like, plus 450 in order to bet them at this stage. I think the better approach is just to bet them to win in game seven at plus 600. If you like Houston to come back in this series, I have a difficult time seeing them winning four consecutive games against this Rangers team. But if it does get to a game seven and Houston's at home, well, look at who Texas has lined up today to pitch in game three. If Max Scherzer loses today, Who's throwing for Texas in game seven? Is it going to be a piggyback between Andrew Heaney and Dane Dunning? I assume John Gray is going to go for game four for the Rangers, and whoever doesn't go between Heaney and Dunning today will likely go tomorrow behind Gray. But Texas is going to have a pitching problem if they do get to a game seven. And even though I'm not particularly high on Christian Javier, his numbers, as I said, have been much better down the stretch. And I would give them a pitching advantage at home in a potential game seven. So would love to have a juicy plus 600 ticket. Riding into a potential game seven where I make Houston 57%, I don't think it necessarily gets there. But I also feel like people have given up on this Houston team, too, and they're just sort of fast-forwarding to a Phillies-Rangers World Series. And that seems a little bit criminal to me as well, considering where Houston has been, you know, in the past 10 years or so or in the, you know, the past decade. I did try to bet against them in these playoffs, but down 2-0, you know, I, I think people are sort of overlooking their chances to come back. Especially just from an optics perspective, I really worry that throwing Max Scherzer is going to allow Houston to get back into the series. Throwing an injured Max Scherzer gets us to 2-1, and then all of a sudden it looks like a series again. So I think if they do have to, or if they do want to throw Scherzer, today is probably the day, because you still do have a fully rested bullpen behind him. That said, I, I just worry that throwing a guy who's less than 100% is going to get the defending champions back into the series. Yeah, they're they're both 2-0, but these two situations are wildly different. Could could not agree more. Uh, and also like the approach of Javier overs, Scherzer unders. But I wanted to follow up on one that I didn't hear you mention. On Javier, would you also look at over on the strikeouts? He had nine against Minnesota. His playoff history is superb, like three and a half Ks per nine. Um, yeah, and the walks are going to be there. You're right. You nailed that. That's that's a juicy one. But would you go over four and a half Ks for Javier tonight? Yeah, I, I, that's something I considered as well. You know, I just don't want to have too much allocated to like him going deep into the game. You know, in order for mm-hmm. him to get two walks, yeah, he, he doesn't necessarily need to go deep into the game. But the 12 and a half out, the four and a half strikeouts, those two things are sort of correlated. And I try not to have too much on needing the same outcome and needing him to go deeper. Uh, I just get concerned that he's going to throw a lot of sliders outside of the strike zone that the Rangers are not going to offer at, and they may be racking up walks. They may be hitting those weekly on the ground into double plays. They really don't chase. So, yeah, I definitely prefer his over on walks to his over on strikeouts. Obviously, the juice in that market would tell you, you know, that that's the case. But now that his over 12.5 outs has gotten so juiced up into that minus 130, minus 140 range, I would rather probably take a minus 110 or a plus money on an over four and a half strikeout. So that's something always to look at. You know, as the juice moves up on the outs, the juice should also move up on the strikeout prop. And the juice should also move up on the hits allowed prop and the walks allowed prop. 
But the same thing, you know, just in terms of shopping around, always finding the best number, because it is good advice that I like to give out. Sometimes books let you bet over a half a hit on a player. Sometimes they let you bet over a half of a total base on a player. That is the same exact bet, right, in theory. But they may move the juice mm-hmm. 10 cents on one bet as it comes in and not move the other market. So always make sure to shop around. You can sometimes find the bet, a bet that expresses the same exact opinion listed in two different markets at different prices. So just always make sure to shop around to find a better way to express your opinion. But that's a good point, Joe. Is, you know, is the juice has moved up so high on that over-outs prop. I really don't think the correlation has moved on the strikeouts props. That might be the better approach at this point. I love it. Great advice from Sean Zarillo. I want to look ahead to tomorrow, the matchup between Ranger Suarez and Fought. Anything uh, early looks here that you've already bet or where there's still some value that you like for tomorrow? Yeah, Bryce Harper to walk again. Uh, you know, I, Brandon <laughs> Fought, a guy who struggles with commanded times, but uh, I really don't think this should be minus 105. As I said, they're very obviously pitching around Harper when they have nobody on base. Uh, there was also mm-hmm. a spot in game two where Kyle Nelson, a lefty, came in to face Harper, runner on second, nobody out. And they basically threw inside or outside, but nothing in the middle of the zone. And it was pretty obvious they were pitching around him. And I do think if it was a one-out or a two-out situation, they might have just put him on intentionally. So you do get the intentional walk factor mixed in as well. But Harper to walk at minus 105, I really think this prop should be minus 140 every day. It just seems way too low to me considering how they're pitching him and how well he's hitting right now. But, yeah, game three is the one spot I'm going to have to jump in on Arizona. As I said, you about minus 104 for the full game, minus 111 for the first five innings. It's a scary spot to bet a team who also seems spooked about running on J.C. Real Muto and going against a left-handed starter likely in Suarez, who's not going to allow them to run either. And that was the one advantage Arizona had in this series was base running and stolen bases and the ability to – be aggressive on the base pass and also their defensive abilities as well. But this Phillies team is scary to bet against, but it does seem to be at a point uh, in terms of the internet consensus that this team is unstoppable and unbeatable and the inevitable World Series champions. And that that is exactly the moment where I do want to bet against them. So even though all of my future positions are on Philly at this point, I think Arizona mm-hmm. game three is the one spot I would look to bet against them. And uh, it, it does seem to be rather contrarian at the moment, and uh, hopefully I don't look like too much of an idiot when they're up 5 nothing in the first <laughs> inning tomorrow night. But, uh, yeah, this is the one spot I think you have to bet against Philly. About 60 seconds left here, Sean. Uh, do you bet into the championship series MVP markets in LCS, ALCS? You know, I'm in New York, so we're not allowed to bet on any awards, and I have to drive over oh. to Jersey if I want to fire on them, or if I have to, you know, ask friends or – you know, things like that to fire for me. So it is a pain in the butt uh, for me to look at it. But, uh, you know, if you want to look ahead to World Series markets, stuff like that, it's probably going to be Zach Wheeler for me. I usually look for seven-game series, a guy who I think is going to take the ball twice and then has a chance to come out of the bullpen in game seven. So usually the game one starters are guys I fire on uh, pretty typically. And you can usually get about 15 to 20 to one on those guys. I would have bet Wheeler at about 19 to one before the NLCS. So, that's usually the guys I look to look for is the pitcher who starts game one who could potentially come out of the bullpen and also pitch in relief in game seven, like Madison Bumgarner did in past. Good stuff. Sean Zarillo, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight's coming right up right here on the BetQL Network. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.